0: Good afternoon, and welcome to episode 305 of The Other Ground Live. I'm Passive Jay. Hey, how are you guys doing today? It is a Saturday, oh, April 3rd, 2021. I'm glad to have you guys along for the ride. It is the last show of the week, so I'm glad to be done with it. <laughs> no, not really, but you guys know what I mean. Oh, let's see. It's going to be a special show today. We have an awesome special guest calling in. Uh, he should be here soon. Now, he's not going to have a lot of time, so we're going to have to get through this stuff quickly. Uh, if you guys have any questions for him or anything like that, feel free to call in. You guys know the routine. Uh, feel free to call in about whatever we're talking about. You can call in about whatever you want to talk about. Uh, if you're feeling shy and you don't want to call in, you're more than welcome to type stuff out into the chat box. I'll try to read it and mostly fail. <laughs> but regardless, uh, let's get started with the show. Um, hopefully, he will be calling in soon because I know he's not doesn't have a lot of time. But in the meantime, let's see if we can't find something else to talk about. Oh, here we go. Speak of the devil. Well... Um, I'm very pleased to have Adam Hunter on the show. How you doing, Adam? Good. How are you doing, man? I am excellent. I know you don't have a lot of time, so I'm not going to spend uh, time doing the normal, like, oh, where are you from? How would you get started in comedy? <laughs> good stuff. We'll just have you uh, pimp your shit.
1: Oh, thanks, man. I appreciate it. Uh, yeah, man. Things are good. I just actually, I'm in Tennessee doing comedy. Tonight's my last night at the Comedy Catch. Uh, and then I, I got invited by Tom Galicchio, Toothless Tom. He opened up an MMA gym out here, so I, I, I guess taught a uh, wrestling class, so that was a lot of fun.
0: Awesome. Yeah, uh, I just saw that on Twitter like five minutes ago.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was a lot of fun. Um, it was kind of like the average Joes were there uh, from Dodgeball, but they were they were super cool and willing to learn, and Tom is awesome. And uh, the shows this week are really good. I'm, I'm going to be in Florida doing comedy in uh, the Boca Black Box Theater in a couple of weeks and then uh, just, just getting back out there. It's nice that comedy clubs are finally open again.
0: Yeah. I imagine the last year or so has been kind of hard for stand-up comedy in general.
1: Yeah. It's been brutal. A lot of zoom shows, which are just like not the same, but the good thing about zoom shows is it forces you to write a lot because it's like the same, 10 people coming to every show
2: right so right.
1: if you don't have like a new five minutes every week or 10 minutes they get mad at you like we heard this last <laughs> week so um so that's good uh and then just you know i did that i have that special on ufc fight pass called adam hunter's throwing punches that was quite an experience and it was a lot of fun and uh hopefully i'm gonna be having another one pretty soon wow yeah how
0: did that happen i know you've been involved with the ufc quite a bit uh, but i i believe as far as i know that's the only stand-up comedy special on fight pass
1: yeah, you know, I used to do those MMA roasted videos for them and you know me and Dana have been friends for a long time and I I pitched him an idea to do like a comedy special related around MMA and then another one and I pitched him a bunch of ideas and then covid happened and then he just called me and was like let's do it. So they flew me out and uh it was it was hard, you know, because everyone had masks on in the crowd and it was only mm-hmm. 30% of the crowd because it was or even like 20%, it was like 50 people but like 15 worked there. But I thought it went really well, and people liked it. And Mike Perry was in the front row, so I gave him a hard time because he was with his girlfriend, who looked like she was, you know, pregnant almost. Uh, She was actually was pregnant. She was like six, and I I called her sixteen and pregnant. And he was a really good sport, you know. Like I I was like, don't worry, you know. I I I was like, I'm always worried that you know you're gonna get mad at my tweets, but I know you can't read. But he was actually like a really really good sport. (laughs) So I was happy. I was really really happy with that. And then um, and it was awesome. It was just like it was cool because I have so many jokes that I can't do on like a regular show because people don't get the MMA references, right, like, right. you know? So it was nice to actually have a crowd of MMA people that actually get the jokes. So, so that right. was, I was, I was really happy about that.
0: Yeah. I, I know you, uh, with your podcast, MMA roasted, uh, you basically fuck with MMA fighters for the, for the show. If I understand the concept correctly, uh, how's it, has that ever worked out bad for you?
1: uh yeah i mean a couple times like not really on the podcast i don't really fuck people on the podcast i'm just usually really happy that uh that they're there but um i remember like a couple a couple times like nick diaz in the very beginning like (laughs) i think like mayhem miller got in trouble and i was like i think nick diaz says that mayhem stay off drugs and he didn't realize it was like a like a parody account and they roasted so he was like i didn't say shit man but then once somebody (laughs) explained to him that he didn't actually so, so so that was one time and then Anthony Johnson got up upset. I made a joke about him, which is not the guy that you want to have maybe, but he actually was like wow. a pretty good sport about it but for the most part, I would say that people like anytime I have a joke where I know the person might get upset, I'll usually DM the person to joke beforehand right, um, right. and be like hey man it's a cool fight like with Tyron Woodley I said he's gonna put a beating on Colby Covington like he's never experienced so he's gonna make him listen to his rap album. <laughs> and, and, and like tyrant was actually a pretty cool guy about that so yeah, he was funny. like tweeted and then jessica i recently i said you know she started this like x-rated only fans account and i said uh wow now you could watch your blow in and out of the octagon <laughs> so i actually i i asked her she's like yo that's cool so most of the time like people are are pretty cool with it even when Paige van zandt her boyfriend like they came to my show and i'm like Paige doesn't have one ugly bone in her body except for her boyfriend, Austin Vanderford. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's pretty so. funny. Uh,
0: well, from what I understand, one of the few people that did kind of have a problem with you, kind of, was Forrest Griffin.
1: Yeah, Forrest in the beginning. Like, in the very beginning, Forrest, like I made a couple jokes about him, like, storming out of the octagon when he ran out against that Tito fight. And I, I made a couple jokes about it, and he blocked me. But then he came to my show like... A couple months later, and we've become like good friends since then. But he still won't unblock me. So, <laughs> like, he's been to my house, like he's invited me over. But he's still, like, no matter how close we get, he still won't unblock me from Twitter. Which I think is kind of it, funny, actually. It,
0: it's a pride thing at that point, I imagine.
1: Uh, well, I think he knows it, a- like, annoys me too that I'm so blocked. So he's like, "No, nah, I'm not going to give the guy the satisfaction of unblocking him."
0: <laughs> so. Yeah, that does surprise me because from everything I've ever heard, he's just an awesome dude.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Totally, totally, totally.
0: So, Has uh, anyone else ever given you a problem, really?
1: Uh, Danny Castillo made a joke, and he said, if I see this guy, I'm going to knock him out. But then we became friends. So, um, But yeah, I mean, for the most part, no one really gets... You know, I try to kind of walk the line of like... You know, I realized really early, because at first I was working for the UFC, like, they hired me to make these videos roasting events and fighters. So... Uh, anything that joke that didn't make the videos I was just put out on Twitter. And then I realized that like, okay, don't make fun of people when they lose. Obviously that's probably like a a humanitarian thing, but then also don't make fun of, you know, certain people's like, don't, I wouldn't like make a joke about someone's wife or someone's kids, you know, like just things I wouldn't do in general, you know? And then if somebody is the topic of a joke and something happens, try to spin it where, you could make something else a punchline, but still have the topic of the joke. You know, so it was something where, like, man, that guy got hit, hit so hard, Elias Theodoro got cut. You know, so it's something where, like, Elias is the punchline, but right. still dealing with what's going on, you know. Now, so, is there
0: anybody that you will not make a joke about, period?
1: Uh, anybody that I won't make a joke about?
0: Yeah, at least in the MMA world
1: no i mean nick newell i'm like i made jokes about him like the guy who lost a finger the other day i go that would never happen to nick newell and like (laughs) nick nick laughed he's a good so i mean it's a lot of it is like what no i don't think there's anything you know it's just certain things that the problem with jokes nowadays is that nobody like people take just the words and then take them out of context and say like oh you're making a joke about you know so and so it's like when uh it's like when Kevin Holland, uh, not Kevin Holland, when what's the name? Uh, Izzy Israel Stylebender recently made a joke. He said he said I'm going to rape you to Kevin Holland or something, right? And right. people were like, "That's a rape joke." I'm like, well, he wasn't saying it like for the victims of people who've been raped. He was saying like I'm going to rape you as like I'm going to kick your ass, you know. Right, right. But he lost his BMW sponsorship for it, you know. Yeah. So I made a joke about BMW. I said, "Yeah, you know, obviously a company that that uh that that buys machinery for Nazis and during World War 2 would want to have something like that on their brand or something, right?" Yeah, I think I saw so that Just basically exposing the hypocrisy of people having like selective, you know, consciousness, you know, or like selective morals. But then people got mad at me for that joke. They were like, "Well, what did you expect him to do?" So rape jokes are okay, and I'm like, "No, I didn't say rape jokes are okay." But but it's just a matter of it's like you can't win, you know. And and I think that any topic, there should be no topic that's off limits. It's just a matter of like how you make the joke and who right. the punchline is and who's the butt of the joke. People want to make topics off limits, and I think that that's a that's a slippery slope. Like no topic should be off limits because it's just a matter of who you're making fun of. You know, I mean, even like even during the my special, I said like Ronda Rousey um, inspired a lot of people, a lot of women to learn how to fight, like as did Greg Hardy. Like, so like, so like that was a joke I made, but that was about Greg Hardy. You know what I'm saying? Right. It wasn't like a joke, making fun of people, women who've been made. So it's just like, you know, but, uh, you know, what are you going to do? Right. Right now. And I realize
0: in the last 10 years, the entire atmosphere has changed as far as people being offended by stuff. Uh, having said that there's no topics that you won't touch. I assume that you've had to rethink how you do comedy at least somewhat.
1: Yeah. You know, I think that, um, Yeah, I mean, just not how I do stand-up comedy, like, on stage at at all. I haven't Mm -hmm. rethought that at all. Like, if I think something's funny, I'll say it. It's just where you put the comedy that -hmm. I have to rethink. Like, don't put stuff on Twitter uh, because that's not really a comedy club. And people are going to try to get you fired if they don't like your joke.
3: So mm -hmm.
1: it's just a matter of, like, yeah, it's just a matter of, like, that's the problem. I think that, like, in a comedy club, things are pretty much, like – not off limits people do sometimes have cameras and they try to tape you and then maybe can only use like you know uh by the way like these actually uh these these comments are pretty funny right now somebody <laughs> said but not rape rape raping men is funny fact i'm just like reading these <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah the chat box can be pretty interesting sometimes there's a, quite the cast of characters on there
1: oh my god uh <laughs> I'm, rape I'm actually wolf. surprised I don't even know what to even say to some of this stuff. Um, But yeah, I mean, I try not to like censor myself. I think that's the death of comedy is censorship. And you know, a lot of times like you'll write a joke and you're worried about who's gonna be offended versus who's gonna laugh. And I also think that's a really bad place to start as a comedian Hmm. because it's like now we're playing to the one person that's gonna complain versus the 99 people that are are gonna laugh. And you know, I think that also you have to look at like intent. Like, what's the intent of the joke? Like, the, if, the, if the intent is to be funny, um, that's, that's, you know, that's the whole point of it. And I, I think people sometimes, like, for every 10 jokes you write, maybe three will work, which means seven won't work. But well, now we want to take away the fact of getting people to have seven jokes don't work. The only way to know that if they work or not is to tell them on stage. Right, so you can't right. always, it's, like it's like saying, like, it's like banning baseball players for striking out. They're like, hey, once you strike out, you're done. But, but that's just part of the game. People are going right. to strike out. You know? It doesn't mean you're not going to get hits. So. And
0: you make a good point about the entire uh, comedy club versus Twitter thing, because a good portion of what you talk about when you're making jokes is like your tone and how you deliver it. And so you could take the same joke and, and say it, you know, speak it and have it be hilarious, and then put it into Twitter and have it be totally misconstrued you see that on Twitter all the time. People put, put down stuff that in a different setting might have been actually pretty funny. But you put it on paper like that without the tone or the direction on it. And it sounds fucking horrible.
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I don't know what people WB. Uh, now I'm on the WB network. This guy. Congratulations. Butting- this guy, no, no, I'm not. I'm, I'm like reading buttholes comments. Yeah, so well, I, ha- like, I do
0: have some trolls as well. Oh so my <laughs> god, take, take that with a grain of salt. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But you do have a, a, uh, I believe a uh, show actually that you've been shopping around like a pilot. Yeah, yeah, what yeah. I
1: shot up because I coach wrestling and I've been doing. You know, I started a wrestling program like thirteen years ago in, uh, in and it's like I love coaching and there's been so many funny moments and there's never really been a wrestling comedy. So, uh, I've actually, um, I've actually started a, uh, I made a TV show around it called Pinned and it's like a comedy. It's like kind of like a Cobra Kai meets, uh, Vision Quest sort of like, um, meets Bad News Bears. And, uh, I went out and I, I like tried to get, I raised money and, and then turned it into like a GoFundMe and shot it. You could watch the pin you could watch the, the pilot it's on my uh, YouTube channel if you just look up pin and put up Adam Adam hunter you you'll find it and uh, it, it's won a couple of awards and some festivals so far and now that things are opening up I'm gonna shop it around and and try to sell it and hopefully people enjoy it I think there's like you know a lot of avenues right now and I, I think it's hopefully gonna do for me what like you know eastbound and down did for uh, for that guy so I'm just I'm just really really happy about it
0: yeah, yeah. I, the the timing on it was really shitty, but now that the world's starting to open up again, hopefully that will uh, go places for you. Yeah, one thousand percent, one thousand percent. Well, uh, dude, um, I know you got to get out of here soon. Tell me about what you're doing in the next couple weeks as far as your comedy. I know you said you mentioned what your next uh, thing is. Are you still traveling around around a lot?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm gonna be. Well, I'm gonna be in Tennessee tonight, and then next week I'm gonna be in San Diego. I have a show in San Diego, and then I have a show. After that, I'm gonna be in Vegas, and then in May, I'm gonna be in New Jersey at Tiff's Comedy Club. Uh, July, I'm gonna be in Las Vegas again at the uh, Stratosphere, headlining hmm. the Strat. And then, yeah, if you go to AdamHunter.com, it's got my whole my whole schedule. I'm gonna be probably on another episode of uh, Watch Party on UFC Fight Pass, and then just uh, just working, working, working. But uh, thank you for having me, man.
0: No, oh, no problem, man. You're more than welcome to call back any when you have more time where, when I can get into the actual real interview questions. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate <laughs> it, man. Thank you. I no, and it. I and I appreciate you calling, sir. Take care, brother. All right. Have a great day, Adam. You too. So you, there you guys go with that it is the amazing Adam Hunter, MMA's favorite comedian. I appreciate him calling in. Hopefully, we'll get him back again. Hopefully, he didn't realize how shitty this show actually is. <laughs> so, um, yep, and there he goes. So I hope you guys enjoyed that. He actually gave us another six or seven minutes more than he, more than he was going to. He sent me a message at the last minute saying that they had just added an early show to his uh, comedy thing. So he wasn't only going to be able to do it from like 530 to 540. So we got an extra seven minutes out of him. That's good. So I, I, uh, I really appreciate that. Hopefully we'll have him in again. Well, damn. How do, I, how do I lead after that? Right. Yeah. Well, how do I follow that kind of thing? <laughs> All right. Wolf, well, we'll our normal stupid shit, I guess. Uh, Feel free if you guys want to call in and talk about anything you want. Uh, I myself just finished watching another episode of Invincible on Amazon. That's that uh, uh, cartoon superhero thing, but it's like an adult-based one. Uh, Once again, I'm not going to ruin anything for you since uh, it just came out like yesterday. Uh, Although that is episode four, so you guys really should get on it uh, at this point. Um, and of course we talked yesterday about the entire Falcon and the winter soldier thing. It's just a great time to be a nerd right now. There's all kinds of excellent nerd stuff coming out. Um, I can't believe I, I'm going to say it, but I'm actually excited about the suicide squad thing. I saw, uh, they really stay a second trailer. I think it was, but that was just as weird. Um, and it was just as weird and awesome looking as the first one, uh, like the first Suicide Squad sucked really bad, but uh, James Gunn is pretty good about uh, making good movies, so I am hoping he has good success with that one. Uh, on a personal note, uh, today wasn't a bad day. I, I I got up feeling like crap. Uh just had no energy. I quit in the middle of a workout, not even in the middle, like five or ten minutes into it, and I don't do that. Yeah, uh, that's one of the things that, that I'm proud about myself. Uh, I'm a lazy motherfucker in many, many ways, but I keep to my workout routine. And I got five minutes into it, and I was like, "Bah." So I don't know what's up with that. Uh, tomorrow I'll be better. I, you know, I don't. It didn't feel bad today; just no energy. You guys ever have one of those days where you get up and like there's just zero in you? Uh, luckily, I don't have a physical job, so I, I I sit in front of a desk all day, so I don't have to worry about that. But yeah, that was really unusual, and hopefully, I won't have that issue tomorrow. I don't think I will. Today was a yoga day, and. uh one of the reasons why I, I uh, quit after five minutes is because I wasn't feeling it and I wasn't putting the effort into it. And when you're doing yoga and especially the type of yoga I do, which is uh, called DDP yoga, you use a lot of isometric, isometric resistance. Uh, so if you, you know, to get your heart rate up and keep it up high. Um, so if you're not putting the effort into it, you're not getting anything from it. I mean, yeah, you'll still get some stretching out of it and some the the pushups are good and things like that, but you, you're you not going to raise up your heart rate like you're supposed to be doing. Uh Tomorrow's weightlifting. That's always more fun. I don't do a ton of weightlifting anymore, uh, but I still like to do, like, lift at least twice a week. (sighs) You know, dude, I can block you all fucking day long, dude. (laughs) Dude doesn't show up for fucking, uh, what is it, uh, six months after quitting the show, and it feels like he has a right to come in here and talk shit to me. Get lost, Louisa ah uh, speaking of losers uh let's see we're gonna play some music here in a second uh i didn't really load anything up like i wanted to we, we've been doing like a song a day um and i didn't load anything if you guys got any song requests that'd be a fun thing <laughs> whenever i want to play a song i go to my song list let's do that let's see what we're looking at on pj song list today i've told you guys before i love streaming music i never had any a lot of music before you know uh, but now that there's a subscription services thing so I have tons of songs and I'm still happy about it <laughs> despite the fact that it probably should be commonplace now I've had, had it for a couple of years let's spin the here yeah at one point I had like five or six hundred songs on this but my uh, Spotify account got cacked for some reason other I had to restart over my playlist and now I think I've got like 150 or 200 songs I really need to get back to adding to it um oh there you go this can't be a bad song right <laughs> We're gonna run over to YouTube and steal it. I mean borrow it. <laughs> I like this song quite a bit because it's a, a song I like to try to practice on my bass. As uh, you guys know I don't really know how to play the bass. I play it on uh, Rocksmith, but this is one of the ones that I play on there. And uh, it... Oh, what's that? What the fuck. <laughs> I did not hit that. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's not what that is not what I was going for. I wish I could play a fucking P Cells uh by Megadeth, the base on that's pretty fucking intense. I was not able to pull it off. I tried, (laughs) and I I did really, really poorly. All right, we're working on it here. Give me a second, guys. Uh, We want to bookmark, go to this website right here. I realize this isn't exactly scintillating uh, podcasting, but uh, bear with me, I to have Adam a little bit longer. So. Oh, you know what? That was going to be a lie. I was about to tell you guys that uh, if I didn't didn't uh, know uh, that I wasn't going to have Adam for the whole show, I would prepare some stuff, but you guys know I wouldn't have done that. <laughs> I never prepare anything. I just turn on the microphone and start talking. All right. We are working on the song here. It is going really quickly. I actually upped my internet speed uh, recently just to make sure that the show was better. Um, because uh, despite the fact that I was supposed to be getting 200 uh, megabytes of uh, download, I was getting like 20 on a good day five or 10 on a bad day and I think it was probably affecting the show's quality so I went ahead and uh upgraded my um internet to like 800 uh, megabytes and they gave me a new modem because they thought the problem might have been my modem and I'm still only getting like 30 or 40 so there is something else going on here there's no way it should be that uh slow I'm on a wireless network but I've tested it like right next to it like to take take your phone and uh i will do a speed test right next to it. And I, the best I could get off this supposedly 800 megabyte to download was 60. Um, so I don't know what's going on with that. The only reason I haven't addressed it is because 30 to 60 is actually quite fast enough for what I'm doing. Uh, I don't have to worry about quality pro- uh, problems when the, the uh, if I'm getting a 30 download and a 30 upload, that's fine for the show. Uh, but still, technically speaking, I should be having way more than that. <laughs> All right. Anyways. Give me a second, it's finally downloaded. All right, let me torture you guys with a show a song that most of you probably are not gonna like. Don't worry, it's not Puddles the Clown or my weird rap rock nerd music. So
2: From my life, wonder where I'd be without your love, holding me together now. I'm watching the time tick, tick away. Face grows longer every day. Fortunes are lost on the way that I've seen, but without you, I can't find you.
0: I forgot how long the song was. (laughs) Uh, that song was quite a bit longer than i remember it being i'm sorry about that guys i didn't mean to give you like a six or seven minute musical interlude from the show <laughs> uh anyways um as always if you guys got something to call in about you're more than welcome to uh we don't have a lot of t- topics at the moment uh what a weird show a host talking to himself and bragging about doing any preparation and then playing music and being silent yeah it is a weird show uh you're you, i cannot deny that uh we are kind of an open format here. Sometimes I have people call in and talk to them. Sometimes I have special guests. Sometimes it's just me talking. The music thing is kind of new. I've been only starting doing that a week or two ago because honestly speaking, listening to me for an hour is probably fucking boring. So I've been trying to throw a little bit of music in there to make it more interesting. Speaking of interesting, since we're looking for a topic, let's go over to Yahoo News, your source for all news. <laughs> uh, let's see. <sighs> Actually, it's most, mostly the source for entertainment news since I've turned off all the political stuff on uh, Yahoo since I'm not interested in it and most of the international news. <laughs> uh, which means it's not really anything. Well, mostly the stuff on Marvel, I
3: believe, really. Or a little DC stuff as well. Uh, let's see. Oh, they were yeah, uh, I see an article
0: there the top tier to air sabrine smith memorial special i don't know if you guys know who that is uh it's some, someone who passed away about a month or two from cancer sabrine smith was uh a female driver um who was an expert at the nurberg ring uh the reason i bring her up is because she was on top gear for years and different specials and things like that uh she's a hell of a driver and it was really a bummer i talked about this before really a really bummer when i found out that she died uh and mostly because i have to find out that she named uh excuse me, that she died from cancer. And obviously people die from cancer every day, but what she did for a living was inherently dangerous. She drove fast cars at a very uh, high rate of speed uh, daily. Um, And obviously I don't want her to die in a fiery crash, but when you hear someone that someone dies at the age of 46 that did that for a living, you kind of almost expect that that to be the headline. So for some reason, when I heard it was cancer, it bothered me quite a bit. You know, um, I'm not quite sure why, to be honest with you.
3: But yeah, apparently Top Gear is going to do a, well, let's see what it says. Sabrina
0: Smith was the face of the Nürburgring for 15 years, but she was also inseparable from Top Gear. After news of her passing in March reached the program's producers, they felt that they could do more than air their first episode after news broke in the tribute. Oh, yeah, well, that's, that, excuse me, that sentence is not right. Let me see what they're trying to say. Uh, da, 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 da. So they're going to dedicate a 30-minute special to her legacy. Uh, the program will reunite the show's most famous hosts, uh, James May, Jeremy Clarkson, and Richard Hammond, to join current hosts, Freddie Flintoff, Chris Harris, and Patty McGuinness. Oh, my. Plus recent former hosts, Roy Reed and Matt LeBlanc. Okay, of the new people, Matt LeBlanc is the only one I ever fucking heard of. <laughs> Uh, well, that's good, because, you know, uh, she first appeared on the show in 2004 um, in a segment where she famously told then-host cl- Clarkston that she could beat his Nuremberg ring ta- lap time of 9 minutes and 59 seconds in a van, which she never actually did, but she did get it to go uh, in 10 minutes and 12 seconds, which is a hilarious fucking video, which you guys really should look up. Uh, it's a, it's pretty funny. Oh, Tits says, Freddie played cricket for England. Oh, okay, so... Um, so that, that at least explains uh, who he is i don't know who the rest of them are and they're probably famous british people because it is a british show uh the only reason i know about it at all is because someone turned me on to top gear back in about 2004 2005 and i love that show the new show that the former hosts are doing uh the grand tour is also good but not quite as good uh if if the humor is a lot more forced it feels like they you know, that they're quite a bit more aware of uh, their superstardom and they're more of a uh, role that they're trying to play as opposed to their natural personalities, which is what you saw in the beginning of the shows. And Dragon Up says, uh, Patty McGinnis is an actor comedian and Chris Harris did car reviews. Okay. I mean, I haven't watched uh, Top Gear since the uh, uh, Jeremy Clarkson punched the money in the face and got fired and then the other two people quit in solidarity. I haven't watched a single show since then, and I know it's that's been, what, uh, 2014, is that when that happened? Something like that? Um, so that's at least eight years, if not longer. I'd have to go back and look it up. I haven't watched any of the new shows at all, uh, and I don't know why, really. I think I, I liked the three people that did it so much that I just didn't really have any interest in the new show, despite the fact that they're still doing the same things that I enjoyed. It's just different people doing them. So I should probably enjoy the show still, to be honest with you. And oh, and Reverend Touchy says, Chris Harris is the guy who can actually drive. Yeah, and, and they need, do need one. And that was one of the things that uh, always impressed me. Jeremy Clarkson can, can actually drive fairly good. Uh, as can Richard Hammond. Uh, James May, not so much. <laughs> but that was part of the, of the fun of the show. The fact that, uh, you know, the different people with their different skill levels and such. Yeah, I miss that show quite a bit. Uh, as I mentioned, the Grand Tour is not quite as awesome. Uh, they did do an interesting episode, though, where they took boats and tried to go across the Vietnam in boats, um, like river boats. Uh, they crossed, like, the entire Vietnam into Cambodia and all that cool shit. It was a really interesting episode. Uh, my wife actually watched that with me and, and thought it was interesting the very next episode where they built uh where they turned cars into all-wheel all-wheel all-terrain uh vehicles to drive around in madagascar i think it was it was not nearly as good though And it, it, you think it'd be really cool because like jeremy clarkston turned a bentley into a, an all-wheel drive vehicle um uh james may just put uh, fucking bigger tires on a, on a cataram and then uh, richard hammond took a all-wheel drive ford focus rs and put tank treads on it instead (laughs) like little mini tank treads uh so you think it'd be an interesting show but i I lost interest in that one um
3: halfway through sorry i was reading the chat
0: box for a second (laughs) see that's why i don't read the chat box that often because i don't have the ability to multitask so i'm either uh reading something or i am uh talking I don't be able to do I'm not able to do both very well all right let's see what else we got to talk about we still got another half hour of the
3: show (laughs) shit Hmm. Uh, nothing over there well you know
0: let's swing over to Twitter Twitter is slightly more interesting Uh, one of the problems is that there's no uh, MMA today Uh, actually that's one of the reasons we're able to get uh, Adam Hunter at all Uh, most normally he can't do Saturdays because he's got a whole bunch of UFC stuff going on uh, but, uh, since there's no UFC this Saturday for a rare occasion, he was able to join on. And if he hadn't gotten the, uh, early show offer, he probably would have been able to stick around. His plan, his original plan was for the entire show. Although I'll be honest, I might've ran out of the shit to ask him at that point. <laughs> I don't know. He, you know. he was able to to keep the conversation going pretty good. I didn't even have to ask him that much, which makes for the best type of guest, really. Adam Hunter does MMA. No, he doesn't do MMA, but he works with the UFC. So, um when i say he does the ufc stuff i mean that just ufc stuff uh, I, he doesn't do mma although he does wrestle um yeah imagine that a pressure communicator is easy to talk to yeah that was my hope but you never yeah you, know, you never know you never uh, some people are awkward even though they're good on professionally on the stage so does he wrestle bear i don't know i i think he's wrestled some pretty hairy dudes over in his time uh, and as he meant as he mentioned on the show show uh he stopped by an MMA gym and was their guest wrestling coach, so apparently he's fairly
3: good at it. The pro wrestling guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The dude,
0: Sean, says, I did the same work from 2005 until COVID-19. And what are you referring to? you got to remember I'm not very bright. I talk about stuff and forget about it immediately. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, apparently he's uh fairly good at it too. Uh, he wouldn't be a teacher in MMA people, uh, how to wrestle otherwise. And I've seen him roll with a couple MMA people before, uh, including my friend Roxy. There's a video of him uh, wrestling with Roxanne Matafari. Uh, he does pretty well because obviously he outweighs her by quite a little bit. And he's pretty good at wrestling as it turns out. Um, so like I said, that was a good time to have him on. Hopefully we'll have him on again soon. And the nice thing about having people like that on is now when I'm trying to get my next guest, I can say, yeah, yeah, yeah I'd love to have you on. We just had Adam Hunter on last week. and yeah, We had a great time. <laughs> um,
3: hopefully we had a great time. Huh? <laughs> All right, let's see. What are we talking about here? Oh, geez. Did you guys hear about the entire DMX thing? Apparently he overdosed and had a heart attack. Um,
0: that's got, uh, that's a fucking bummer. Uh, even I know who DMX is and I'm probably the whitest this guy, you know, uh, I like, I have two DMX songs on my playlist. The, uh, the, this, the only two DMX songs I know, obviously, and you guys can probably guess which two they are, <laughs> but, uh, but no, he, uh, apparently he did not pass away yet. Uh, he had, he overdosed on something. They're not releasing what it was and then had a heart attack. Um, and that's you know, obviously a bummer, and they say he's in grave condition, so, um, I'm not into prayers or anything like that, but I do wish the guy the best, uh, so hopefully he recovers. I quite enjoy the two songs of his I have on the playlist, I'm sure the rest of his catalog is wonderful as well. That's this Roxy. Yeah, yeah, Roxy lost last last week at one of, uh, uh, Chael's submission underground things, which is a bummer. She's, uh, a, a very, she's very good at, uh, um, Jiu-Jitsu and stuff like that, but that other chick is also really good from what I understand. Who, if if I remember correctly, that other chick hasn't lost at one of these things yet. Uh what's the term of, what's what's the deal with the term grave condition? Wouldn't that mean literally dead? Uh I guess near grave condition. I guess that comes from being near the grave. Uh Tit Santana says that Roxy should retire. I don't know. Um, she still enjoys fighting. You know, uh, I know her last fight didn't go that great. Uh, But uh, she's still about a 50-50 fighter lately, win one, lose one. Um, And she is 38 now? I believe if she's not 38, she's about to turn 38. Uh, So yeah, I mean, she is nearing the end of her career, obviously. Um, But she's still like the number five or number six ranked chick in her class, I mean, in her weight division. So she will be fighting for probably as long as she wants to, as long as she doesn't string together a pretty bad losing streak. So, yeah, she's nice. She's one of the uh, few, one of my MMA friends that I haven't had on the show because she hates fucking doing podcasts. You'll hear her do one every once in a while. Basically, when she has a fight lined up and it's and she kind of has to, it's like one of the big ones and stuff like that. But uh, before I ever had her podcast, I've talked to her about the fact that she hates doing podcasts. <laughs> now, I've had uh, her friend Serena uh, on a couple times. That's Serena De Jesus. Uh, she's a MMA fighter as well for Invicta. Uh, the first female professional fighter with autism, although you'd never know it talking to her. She's actually really really articulate and a great time on the show. I've had her on twice. Uh, she's about due for another dose of Serena now that we think about it. She's always a good time. Oh, look, we've got a caller. All right, we will pick up a call. Why not? Oh, hello there, sir or ma'am. What can I do for you today? Hi, um, I just want to know what's going on here. I'm, I'm kind of new here. Well, we are talking about whatever. This is The Other Ground Live on Passive J. We are a show where people call in and talk about stuff. The topics can vary from MMA to popular culture to pretty much anything. So what do you want to talk about today?
1: Um. All right, okay. Um. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm I'm kind of new, so I'm going to sit back and listen to you guys.
0: All right, that's no problem. Hey, that's, you know, we're here to entertain, so I'm going to let you go then. You, guys, you have yourself a great night.
1: All right, thank you very much.
0: All right, bye-bye. <laughs> yeah so i yeah i realize this is not really a focus show uh it's literally just me sitting here talking most of the time uh we do have callers um but it depends some nights we have a ton of people calling lately it's been just me it it goes in like trends like i'll have people call in for like a couple weeks and i'll go a week or two without a call it seems like uh as people gain and lose interest in the show Now, the one person that I have not been able to get to call on yet that I really want to is my wife, who is listening right now, I think. (laughs) Uh, My fan base has demanded that I have my wife on the show multiple times. Uh, uh, At least I think she's still listening. Let me look at the list. Uh, Let's see. Uh, No, she isn't, actually. She must have left. She was here earlier. (laughs) But how's that for something when your wife won't even listen to you? Oh, there she is. (laughs) <laughs> yeah so i've been trying to get her on for like quite a while because the the uh the fan base demands it but she's shy apparently which is uh which is crazy because she is the least shy person you're ever going to meet in real life <laughs> i love her to death she makes me super uncomfortable in the public because uh believe it or not um i uh am not a outgoing person in real life. I realize I sit here and talk to you guys and at my work, I'm very outgoing because that's my place. That's where I'm supposed to be talking to people. I'm supposed to be greeting people in the public. I am super duper shy. I don't like talking to people. I don't know. I don't like, you know, it just makes me uncomfortable. And my wife does not have that at all. My wife will talk to anybody at any time at any place for any reason. I've never been in a, you know, in a line with my wife where she has not struck up a conversation with somebody in line. (laughs) Uh, and and you know what, it's actually a great thing. Uh, I've talked about this before, it's it's the proper way to be. Um, me being super shy has not done me any favors. Uh, I've been in this house, I lived in this house for about, I think six or seven years before my wife moved in. And the only reason I knew any of my neighbors is because my next door neighbor sold me this house. I didn't know anybody at all. I, I didn't associate with my neighbors. I'd wave at them, I didn't talk to anybody. Uh, now we know all of our neighbors. We're friends with all of our neighbors. You know, we watch their pets, and they can watch our pets. My my wife, when she was working at a restaurant, uh, when the shift is over, she would bring home extra food and give it to the neighbors. You know, she's a she's a very outgoing, and it's good. You you should know your neighbors. It's a good thing. You know, um, we watch out for each other's property and all the good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you avoided them because you're afraid that they find out about your legal illegal grow operation. No, no, my. Uh, my grow operation was never really illegal. Um, we, uh, back in the day before it was like illegal for anybody to do, it, it was still medically legal. And I had my medical card and my caregiver's card and my roommate has his medical card and his caregiver's card. So we were able to grow a certain amount of plants in our basement totally legally. Um, and we did that for a couple of few years. Uh, now, now of course we did have filtration systems and things like that. Cause we didn't want our neighbors knowing just cause we didn't want to bother them that kind of stuff. Um, Despite the fact that it was completely legal, we kept it under hush hush-hush, uh, but not because of the cops, because like I said, we were legal. We didn't want other people to know because pot is basically the uh, easiest thing in the world to steal. Seriously, uh, if you have larger amounts of pot, you definitely don't want anyone to know about it. Other drugs, too, probably, but you know, we were dealing in pot. Uh, and here's why. If someone breaks into your house and they steal your $1,000 TV, first off, it's got serial numbers on things like that. It's hard to offload. Um, it's possible, like if you're a crazy person who writes down the serial numbers of your stuff, it's being able to prove that it's yours and they could get in trouble for that. But the biggest reason is that $1,000 TV, they might get $200 for it if they're lucky, if they can find anybody that wants to buy it at all. Uh, if you steal a $1,000 worth of pot from somebody, it is completely untraceable. There's no way to prove that that's your pot, your pot. You're unlikely to call the cops about it in the first place, even if it's legal, just because, you know, it's kind of a quasi-legal thing. Um, and if they steal a thousand dollars worth of pot from you, they're going to get a thousand dollars for it. You know, there's never been, it's never been hard to sell pot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, despite the fact that uh, we were completely legal, we didn't want anybody to know that we were growing pot in our basement. Yeah. We, it's not like we thought our friends were going to steal from us, or because you know half of them were the ones we were growing for. You know, because you had to have people sign up for that. You know, you you had to have like the names of the people you're growing for if you're going to grow this amount of pot, because you could have, you could have so many plants per person. But and obviously we trusted all of our friends, but we don't know about their friends and their friends. So if we don't tell our friends that we're growing it in the uh, in our basement, and we tell them we're getting it from another guy to get you know, to get from them, um, they can't tell anybody else. <laughs> you have guns, shoot them. I didn't have guns back then. I, my, my gun is very, very, uh, uh, a recent development. Uh, and I got, I don't like guns, dude. I don't, I didn't even really want a gun. I don't really want it now. I just feel like it's a necessary thing. Um, it's the second gun I've ever owned. The first one I owned was a shotgun. I bought a couple of years ago because my wife expressed, uh, uh, displeasure with uh, not having a gun in the house. I, I guess she had, uh, yeah, you know, always had one around and so yeah you know, she felt better with one in the house so I bought a shotgun um but that was for like home defense uh buying a pistol was a different kind of thing that I bought that because the world's getting weirder and weirder and I'm feeling it uh, I feel like what's the word I want less safe every time I go out of the house um I'm not a young man anymore and I was never much of a fighter even when I was younger I certainly don't want to get my ass whipped in a confrontation with some crazy person um much less a worse situation uh so yeah now now i have a pistol and i conceal carry and i am god willing i never have to use it for anything call adam hunter protect you yeah he'll wrestle him down (laughs) just pistol whip fools um no i could i handle blowing someone's face in half now that's two different questions can i do it and can i handle it if need be, yeah, I think I could do it. I, if my life was in danger or my wife's life was in danger, yeah, I, I'd blow someone's head off without hesitation. Um, can I handle it? Probably not, dude. I fuck. Yeah, I don't watch gory videos on on YouTube or anything like that anymore. I avoid like you know beheading videos and all that gross stuff. I saw enough of that when I was younger for a lifetime. I don't want to see that stuff. It, it's disturbing. It makes me wish I hadn't seen it and that would be and that's just stuff on the screen um i don't uh i don't know how i would react if i actually had to blow someone's head off and saw the physical results to it but it wouldn't be good yeah yeah my wife mentioned i don't watch horror movies i don't uh i don't i i have no interest in it horror movies uh, for me horror movies are one of a couple things uh jump scares that's a big component of horror movies i don't like jump scares i have no desire for that kind of thing if i want that kind of scare i'll just drive on the fucking highway <laughs> I, I i can get scared by surprise things quite well just by doing that uh, the other issue is either it looks fake and ridiculous or it looks gory and i don't want to fucking look at it so <laughs> so so there's really no horror movies out there that i really enjoy maybe some um I love the more suspense ones that don't really have like like I guess like for example Silence of the Lambs could be considered a horror movie but I like that movie because you know there's no bloodshed for the most part in it or or what what little of there it is is overshadowed by the uh suspense of the movie. So if you consider that a horror movie then yeah I can watch horror movies but not most of them. They're just not my thing. <laughs> They are not saving your life. My wife is disparaging me. I will say that when I changed my diet uh, over to Huel, I I did have really horribly bad gas for uh, a couple months. And and at that point, my wife had a legitimate gripe. And at one point, I thought she might leave me, Uh, which is why we got fart curtains. But realistically speaking, my diet has been pretty steady for a while. I don't have any more gas than the average person. couple it's not ongoing anymore i know i'm the one who's letting out the gas i should know <laughs> see now now my uh now my wife is even fucking with me uh, i don't know who you guys are gonna believe me or some lady on the internet that claims to be my wife <laughs> but yeah we do still have the fart curtains up <laughs> oh let's see Yeah, let's see. Okay, there's the DMX thing. Let's
3: see if I can find someone else to talk about. Um, We got another 15 minutes, right? Hmm. Oh, geez, yeah. I saw something uh, today about uh, Gina Carino. Um, That, uh... They were they were doing an article about all the
0: shit that she got that she fucked up from expressing her opinion too much on Twitter. Just like Adam was talking about, you gotta be careful about how you put stuff up there. And I'll be honest with you, I I'm surprised that she got as much. She she got. A, I, I know she was gonna backlash as soon as I read what she was gonna talk at what she was talking about. But man, did she get it bad? If you're not if you're not familiar with it, she made comments on Twitter that ended up her having her lose her role on The Mandalorian. But it ended up being way more than that. Uh, she lost her role in the mandalorian they were doing a spin-off series that uh, for basically for her and one other person she was going to be have uh, at least parts and cameos and different roles in two other spin-off series she lost all the royalties that she was going to get from like a fungo a funko uh, a pop figure and all the other action figures that she was going to be on um and i believe it, like a, at a future star wars movie role so she lost out on a shitload of stuff uh, and, uh, and Miaster on there uh, mentioned that she canceled herself, and she pretty much did. Um, juicer asked what she uh, say was bad. She, I think the worst thing that she probably, she's made a couple comments uh, about mass comments and things, but I think the thing that really got her was she said that something about expressing your political beliefs when you're when you're not in the political majority in this country is about is the same as how uh, Jews were treated in Nazi Germany or something like that Uh, and I'm not phrasing it very the way she phrased it but basically she she compared you know uh, the way Trump uh, supporters were being treated to like how Jews were treated in Germany Uh, and that's yeah, and Master says it wasn't bad, just the way she said it. Yeah, she she could have worded it a lot better. But what she, uh, but honestly, like I said, I'm surprised she got uh, hit that bad because it was clear that she wasn't, you know, disparaging Jewish people or the Holocaust or anything like that. And that's what they made it out to be like, like for
3: for for it really. Yeah, and Juicer says typical paraphrasing. Yeah, yeah, it really was. Uh, I don't,
0: I mean, I don't do politics, but I'll be honest. I don't think she deserved all the shit that she got. I was able to read it and understand what she meant. Uh, and seen, and it seemed like just so many people took it the wrong way. And that sort of thing, all it takes is one or two person, two people to be offended. And all of a sudden it just starts to roll along. You know, then other people go, Oh, you're offended about that. I guess I should be offended about that. And someone else goes, Oh, you two are offended about that. Well, oh, goddamn, I guess I should be offended about that. You know, it, uh, and once it gets past a certain point it just it can't be stopped you know um public opinion is a weird fucking thing all it takes is one one wrong word or one wrong phrase you fuck up one thing and everybody turns on you you know and you could be the best person in the world and that one thing is all it takes and 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 let me uh, to be fair it's not normally one thing normally it's a couple things uh you know but it didn't take much she basically three Twitter comments, or four Twitter comments over the space of six months
3: fucked up her career, you know? And uh, that's sad. I mean, she seemed, she seemed like she was having a decent actress. Uh,
0: I mean, I'll be honest with you. I, I figure pretty much anybody could have done the role she did on that uh, Star Wars uh, Mandalorian thing. Uh, it's not like I was amazed by her performances, but she didn't deserve to lose a career off those comments, I don't think.
3: Oh, excuse me, I need to get a drink of water. <clears throat> Sorry about that. Yep. So, I mean, she's a better actress than Ronda Rousey was in that fucking uh,
0: Fast and the Furious movie. Holy shit, man. Oh, man. And this is from someone who likes Ronda Rousey. I still like Ronda Rousey. I never turned off to her the way, the way you guys did. I thought she handled her losses poorly, but I was still a fan of her. And, and that was an interesting one to watch the MMA world turn on her really bad, and it, and it all stemmed from that fucking uh, season of the Ultimate Fighter. If she hadn't done that season of the Ultimate Fighter, I think most people would still be fans of her. Um, I think they would have accepted her um, bad behavior following her loss um a lot more if she hadn't poisoned the well already so to speak with how they saw her during that uh ultimate fighter because she came off super duper poorly on that uh, um she came off as a bully uh as she came off as su- as really unfair and just not a great person um and it, and i was a big fan of her and it was hard for me to watch that shit you know uh it's hard for me to stay a fan i mean i managed to because you know uh, i'm a stand for her but uh i totally understand why people decided they didn't like her it was not a good look for her um and i wonder how often that happens because i've watched other episodes uh, other seasons of the ultimate fighter i haven't watched like the last fucking 15 or 20 seasons or whatever they were i stopped around mm. oh excuse me i stopped watching them uh consistently after about season 10 uh after that I only watch seasons if there's someone on there that is interested in like Roxy was on two different seasons so I watched both of those and she was on the one the one of the season, the season that uh um Rhonda was ho- uh, coaching so I watched all that one and uh I've seen all kinds of people come off really fucking poorly on that show I mean for the emerging fighters I understand why they do that show you know it's it's a chance to get in the UFC it's a chance for expo- exposure and I suppose that's why the fighters coach as well but a lot of the fighters basically shouldn't have fucking done that show. Um, Matt Hughes came off really bad on that show, for example. Um, and it really, a lot of the seasons, one of the coaches will come off as just a fucking asshole. Um, hmm. But I guess you don't know how you're going to come off before you do the show, so it's kind of hard to say, yeah, maybe I'm kind of an asshole. Maybe I shouldn't do that show. But so I understand why they do it, but yeah, some of them was a poor idea. And Rhonda was probably the best example of that. It it ruined her fucking MMA career. It basically did. I mean, obviously, um, if she would have kept winning, she would have still been in the UFC and stuff, but a big portion of your UFC is your popularity. If no one fucking likes you fucking, it doesn't really matter how much you're going to win. Uh, The they'll get rid of you at the best their first opportunity. We've seen that happen a couple times. Look at uh, like John Finch. John Finch is a fucking hell of a fighter, but because he had a boring style and the the UFC uh, wasn't all that thrilled with him, as soon as he started losing, they fucking booted him quick. And Tit says, "Nah, she's a cunt," but couldn't take losing. That's what killed her. Yeah, but I think uh, I think that's part of it. But I also think the the extreme negativity that she got after losing because people were fucking decided that she was a cunt from watching the show had a lot to do with it too. I think if after she had lost, if she'd been bombarded with positivity and her fans like, Oh, that's okay. You know, you could, you know, you'll get them next time that like a lot of fan uh, fighters get when they lose from their fans. Um Yeah, it might've made a difference or it might not have. She, you know, she might've been one, you know, uh, fucking done with it after this. she's certainly done with it after the second fight. But I think she might've, reacted to the loss a little bit better if she had more support from her fans. It was just bad timing. She uh, she got exposed as a, a horrible person and then glo- uh, picked up a loss not too long after that. Tit yeah. says she wouldn't even acknowledge the losses. Miaster says that Armbar was, Armbar was not gonna keep winning. Yeah, I mean, probably not, but I, like I said, I think it uh, the fan base probably turned her off from MMA almost as much as losing. And then she moved on to fucking the WWE and did professional wrestling. And apparently it was really good there. I don't watch that shit, so I couldn't speak on it. Uh, and I think she's done with that now. And now she's living on
3: a farm with uh, Travis, whatever his fucking name is. But
0: uh, we won't be going to the WWE because we're not wrestlers. We won't be doing anything because that's the end of the show. Uh, I want to thank you guys for listening. As always, I can't do the show without you. For any of our new listeners, thanks for calling in. Uh, Excuse me. Thanks for tuning in, rather. Uh, Normally, I do a little bit better show, but I'll be honest with you guys. I was kind of nervous with the entire uh, Adam thing and kind of frazzled afterwards. Uh, I didn't have my footing after he left, so uh, I imagine the show was not my A game. So uh, for anybody that's new, actually, my next show will probably be just as bad, but you should listen anyways. Uh, We're done for the week. We'll be back Wednesday at 6 o'clock. We're going to do the shit all over again. Uh, Once again, I want to thank Adam for calling in. I want to thank you guys for listening. Until next time, I'm Passive Jay. And
3: you guys have yourself a great day. Theme tune for the OG.
2: Fuck the OG. Fuck the OG. Fuck the OG. I wild eat. Yeah. Fuck the OG. Fuck the OG.
3: Thanks, Juice.